This is the Purple Pillage with Neil Roberts and Lee Bakken. The Pillage starts now. And welcome to another edition of the Purple Pillage. This one brought to you by Four Bears Casino. November 17th and 18th, they've got professional bull riding and Ned Ledoux concert in their new event center. And December 2nd, Joan Jett, yeah. located four miles west of Newtown, North Dakota. Neil, let's talk about the Vikings bye week. What does a team do in a bye week? Do they relax? Do they practice a little harder? What What do you do on your bye week? Well, it's a good season so far, Leaf. And one thing they did not do, well, the joke in some years past, is, hey, the Vikings didn't lose this week, you know. <laughs> and, but this year with a 6-2 and two record, they are playing great. Of course, the big buzz in Minneapolis and really across the country, you know, all the beat writers that cover the Vikings is what are they going to do at quarterback. And we're recording this on a Tuesday, a big announcement regarding Teddy Bridgewater tomorrow. But it's the Vikings aren't saying anything, but it's highly anticipated by other media reports that, Teddy Bridgewater will be activated. There's a shot that Sam Bradford could be put on the IR. And so it looks like heading into the Washington game on Sunday that Bridgewater will be on the 53-man along with Slaughter in a backup role. And, of course, starter Case Keenum. And as to when Teddy might start or whatever else is going to happen, the Vikings are very tight-lipped again. I would expect that knowing and being around Zimmer, I guess not really knowing Zimmer, but being around him over the past several seasons and watching him coach, that it would take a little bit of a slip for Keenum before Teddy gets in and starts quarterbacking. So we'll have to just see how it goes. But he really seems like if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of a guy. And right now they're winning with Keenum. But they do have a very difficult part of their schedule coming up. You and I looked at it before we started. The next five games are brutal at Washington, home against the Rams, who might be playing the best, uh, one of the best teams in the NFC right now. Then they're on the road for three games, Thanksgiving Day at Detroit, and then off to Atlanta, and then off to Carolina. Not a fun stretch of games for the Vikings, and they're all winnable, but interesting stretch. So we'll see what happens there. And of course, injuries play a big part on and on and on. You just never know what kind of scenario this is going to undertake and what might unfold over the next several weeks. But for now, I'm guessing that Case Keenum is going to be the starting quarterback until he hits a rough patch. That old line's going to have some difficulties. All good pass rushers coming up against, you know, the Redskins, Rams, and Lions all bring it on that defensive line. Let's step back a little bit and talk about Monday night's game where the Packers and the Lions went after it. And the Lions come out victorious. Packers are on a slip, and I think talked about how the Packers might be out for the count on this one, and it's going to be a battle between the Vikes and the Lions. I would say so, and luckily the Vikes have a two-game lead right now at 6-2 and two over the 4-4 four and four Lions. The Packers also at 4-4, four and four, and Chicago at 3-5. and five. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be between the Vikings and the Lions, and Matthew Stafford looked very good on Monday night. Of course, the Vikings, if they lose to them, that would give the Lions a sweep for the season. All that being said, it's going to be a dogfight. And as a Viking fan, you just want them to get in, preferably win the division, but you want them to get in. And right now at 6-2, and two, they're in pretty good shape. Last year we saw them go in a major skid, and, and they couldn't get out of it. So... You just hope that doesn't happen in the second half here. And I don't think it will, Leaf. The way their defense is playing right now, I think they're going to be in a lot of these games. Keenum, if he doesn't lose them, they could win several of these. I'm thinking 11-5 and five maybe on the year. That's maybe wishful thinking. But 
I think they could be 11-5 at the end of the year, and that would probably put them winning the division. Well, taking a look at the schedules of the other NFC North teams, the Lions actually have the easiest looking in the next eight weeks. So the Lions hit this thing as hard as they can with the Browns, the Bears, and the Vikings, Ravens, Buccaneers, Bears, Bengals, Packers. That's how it looks for them. I mean, you hate to say it this way, but that looks pretty easy compared to the other three. Yeah, that looks like a (laughs) 7-1. Yeah, a good stretch, as you said, Leaf. Without a doubt, the advantage of the schedule goes. So the Vikings are going to have to win some ball games here. We have no player of the week since there was no game. Trinity Health bringing you the player to watch this week against the Redskins. Located in Minot, but also located in Belcourt, Devils Lake, Garrison, Kenmare, Mohall, Newtown, Velva, West Hope, and Williston. Neil, your Trinity Health player to watch. Well, let's go Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, that's the big scoop right now, and I'm not saying that Bridgewater is going to come in and start or anything like that anytime soon. But as far as the buzz goes, and as you look at the franchise going forward, Leaf, it's going to be interesting to see how these last eight games do unfold. And if the Vikings do stay in contention and do stay atop of the division, what kind of decisions do the Vikings make with that quarterback situation? I'll just hop on the bandwagon with all the other national media, I guess, right now, and throw Teddy Bridgewater's name out there as a player to watch over the next eight weeks. It's funny. Trinity Health... In Minot, North Dakota. Actually, Trinity Health with Teddy's near career-ending knee injury, right? So, yeah, uh, no, no pun intended on that one. Thanks to Trinity Health for our player to watch this week. Well, let's talk, Neil, about the Redskins game itself. They're in Washington. It's going to be tough as they came off a big win over Seattle. So it's going to be a tough game for the Vikings to go into, but they just got to push through. Good point, Leaf. Excellent win for the Redskins on the road in Seattle and not an easy place to win. Seattle does not have very many home losses over the last several seasons, that's for sure, and very difficult to win there. And you just sense that the Redskins were sticking in that one. Kirk Cousins, another gutty quarterback, I'll tell you, they were knocking him down all day, but he stood in there and just took hits and kept making throws and took hits and kept making throws. Very impressive win. Their defense is no slouch either. Very good pass rush, very fast D-backs and and linebackers. The Vikings are going to see a very formidable defense when they head down to Washington. In a game like this, the Vikings are just going to have to outplay Washington and hopefully get into a game like Washington just had in Seattle where you keep the score down and it's a dogfight and it comes down to a late possession and hopefully the Vikings make fewer mistakes and get a big play at the end. 6-2 and two Vikings going to Washington, who is 4-4. Four and four. That's going to do it for this one. Thanks to North Dakota Department of Transportation. Be careful out there as it starts to get slippery this time of year. Thanks to NDDOT. For Neil Roberts, I'm Leif Bakken, and until next time, pillage on!